0: Welcome to Material. This is episode number 319. I am your host, Florence Ion, and I'm joined here by Andy. Hello. Anako. I should say his last name so you can Google him and all the work that he's done.
1: (laughs) You should know that that's a really good flex that you can pronounce it correctly. You're not a, it's not a large group of people.
0: (laughs) Um, yeah, I was stalling a little bit on our intro because I was thinking, you know, this isn't an after dark episode. We're doing this square. Well, Andy's <laughs> doing it before the next day, which is great., uh, we're not on opposite sides of the day, so it's always a good <laughs> thing. Uh, and i'm I'm getting blazed by the hot afternoon sun. <laughs> so,
1: oh man. no t- t- yeah. but today was I have to say, perfect weather. In the sense that it's it was a definitely in the office all day working day, but it was the beautiful kind of rain that, like, it doesn't just, Ugh. it doesn't you just, East like, Coasters in your that. rain.
0: Hi, yeah, yay. It's
1: just, it's just that if you have to, if I'm going to be stuck behind a desk for all day long and, like, and, and I have like a window on like a busy neighborhood, that's helpful to see people, like, you know, no, huddled under umbrellas but walking I'm to a fro.
0: It's beautiful, especially because you live in a kind of a humid climate. A lot of my summer vacations as a kid involved going to humid climates with rain. So I have such a an affinity for that. Like it feels so there's just something so I guess nostalgic about it that just evokes yeah, that's so- comfort and
1: it's it's you know. it's weird. Whatever whatever was going on when you were having a, 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 a regular times as a kid that made you feel either happy or safe and secure. It doesn't matter that no, we used to get dragged to like a beach house with no air conditioning, and and it, the the the, <laughs> the owner of the house would say, "Oh yeah, no, there's box fans everywhere," but there would never be any fans. And so now, oh, like, God. whenever you're, like, Scarlania. on, yeah, and so when, when you're, whenever you're, uh, for the rest of your life, trying to get to sleep during a power outage during the summer, it's like, Act, you know, this, never uh, yeah, it's like when we're in South Dennis in, in, on Cape Cod, and like, oh, and tomorrow morning, we're probably going to play mini golf, and, but meanwhile, you're sweating through, like, <laughs> two layers of mattress.
0: Oh, boy. Um, well, let's talk about something a little less hot. Shall we? And hot, a little less hot and muggy. Um, although we are ringing in these final days of summer.
1: I was. Can I? Can I just say that I was? I was at the. I ran an errand in the drugstore. The Halloween candy was not out, but the the the, the cases were like stacked up in the middle of the aisle where they were about to be set up. Oh, because the spirit kind of Halloween sad.
0: store is open here
1: already. Oh well, they're open. They they so, moved
0: into their usual locale, and they're they're now open and ready for people to go in and. Actually, I think this unless is,
1: unless yeah. Circuit City comes goes back into business unexpectedly, mm, there'll always there'll always be the Halloween store available no matter when they want to operate it.
0: I know. Ugh. I'm a little, um, I'm a little afraid if I took Mona into one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. You, you, you,
1: <laughs> speak, I mean, speak, speaking of blessed additions to the family, I understand that you uh, have welcomed. On. Hold on, hold on. And the, and the delivery costs a lot less. Okay. I
0: have not welcomed anybody yet. Uh, let yeah. me tell you a whole story, folks. Um, I have been crying a lot about my laptop. Literally, I have been crying. <laughs> um, I kind of burst into tears the other day because I have been really frustrated with my eight-year-old computer. It was a Christmas gift in 2015 for my husband. It's a Dell Inspiron. It's, um, I, I guess... I guess I could use uh, the verb Frankenstein. Okay. Frankenstein together um, with an SSD and with RAM and all this thing. So I've managed to keep it running, but it's very slow. It's a very slow computer, right? (laughs) Um, But it does all the things that I need it to do. And with this pandemic, we've been experiencing an unprecedented chip shortage, uh, supply shortage, just like everything is either out of stock or just priced up the wazoo because they're taking advantage of folks who are willing to spend money, which guess what? I am because (laughs) my USB just stopped working randomly the other day. Oh, it, and it was right in the middle. I was like trying, I was at the very end of finishing this very simple news brief, 400 words, not very long, but it took me way longer than it should have because I was troubleshooting what was going on with this thing. Um, yeah. And so I started to cry (laughs) <laughs> and my husband is—he has this week off, so I called to him up the stairs. Actually, he was outside doing gardening, and I was just like, "I need a new computer. I can't do this anymore." You—you've
1: <laughs> you've just put your finger on the reason why. I'm, I'm a big fan of The Amazing Race. Uh, academically, if I had an opportunity to be on The Amazing Race with—with uh, with a good friend. I would be tempted, but I know the reason why I would say no. It's like going would, to Ikea. It w- yeah, it, w- it would be, I'd be good for the first two episodes, the first two legs, but then like the first, I love money for a cab, and the subway, on the sides are the wrong thing, and the map doesn't make any sense whatsoever, this is totally unfair, and I just don't want to do this anymore, and I want to go home right now. It's, I don't, Precisely. and I don't want, I don't need that to be on, on that exact television.
0: energy. That exact <laughs> energy is how that was presented. Um, and so what happened was that night, I'd calmed down. I finally got things working, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we start talking about my, I'm going to get into my personal business here. My, my baby needs to get baptized. <laughs> I know that we're in the midst of a pandemic and I'm not going to talk about those details, but regardless of who is coming, I, and and all that i need to you know gotta buy a cross gotta give money to the church there's like these things add up okay gotta have at least some coffee and pastries um (laughs) they and they cost money and so i was like ah no we're not gonna do it we're not gonna do it uh we did it We did it. We did it. Because I we just realized, I realized that what happened was I had a dream that night that came to me. Originally, I was going to build this like really beautiful desktop PC. I was going to put in like every hard drive that I've had over the last 10 years <laughs> that I've been keeping in a fire safe box in my closet. Finally going to have this like centralized life workstation. You know, I've been just like dreaming of it. But then that night, my dreams changed. <laughs> and my dream said, my dream imagined me. Going to a briefing and not bringing a laptop. All I had was a pencil and paper. Whoa, 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 whoa! That was my that was my doorbell, by the way. It's very loud. <laughs> Let me ignore it. Hold on. And who delivers after or at six PM? Amazon.
1: <laughs> also Domino's, but uh, probably whatever amazon delivers is going to be tastes more like pizza than whatever it is that
0: um amazon in delivers. case anybody is curious just got slid under my door uh <laughs> it's, it's for me it's a key puller anyway back to where i was going about a new laptop so the reason that we're talking about this on this year podcast is because um i had to make a decision about what i needed for work a laptop that could carry me through the next five to eight years of work, which is honestly, I got a lot out of this $300 laptop from 2015. Excellent. Like, think about how much money I made on this thing. Because exactly. I like to think of it the way a contractor would about their pickup truck, right? Like, <laughs> right. wow, well, I made so much money, you know, working on people's houses with this thing. Well, I made so much money writing and blogging and doing whatever else I was <laughs> doing with this thing. So I bought a new computer, but I didn't go with a Chromebook. Okay. Anyway, I bought a Windows laptop. I bought another Dell, an XPS 15. Nice. Um, And it's not going to be here for two months. Wow. Because of the sh- chip shortage. Oh, dang it. Yeah. 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 I But it, this is, I mean, this is a kitted out. I got an 11th generation Intel Core i7 in it. I, it has a uh, laptop video card, the new NVIDIA GeForce RTX. Nice. Which, uh, yeah. It was, I can like still play can play skyrim that's really why it's on there so i could play my old games that bring me right. comfort yeah but i'm just like the reason i bring this all up not just because we do talk about the big purchases that we make here cuz this is a big purchase it's also just the way i have been having a hard time shopping for anything tech like because i'm not really sure what my needs are going to be this pandemic is never ending and it's probably not going to end for a couple of years at this point I'm yeah. sorry to anybody who I may have hurt with that emotional labor. But <laughs> but that's why it's been hard to think about, like, what are my needs going to be from a computer? Like, I'm probably going to go to events, but am I going to go to the really big events that require me to have all this power in tow? Yeah.
1: Because
0: I'm fine with a Chromebook going to briefings and going to meetings. I don't need anything more than that. <laughs> but I'm going to need, like, this beefy computer if i'm doing any event coverage if i'm traveling again which just the sheer thought of it kind of makes me really anxious um the idea of possibly having to go to ces next year makes me really anxious (laughs) yeah yeah. considering like nevada is one of the big delta variant uh, carriers right now and it's like i don't want to get on a plane
1: yeah, I, I, I got a, uh, a one of those PR p- persons like, oh, just wanted to follow up because I didn't hear from you. Uh, just uh, reiterating that uh, we'd love to have you uh, at this conference in Lisbon, Portugal. And if you want, we'll, we'll set you up with Bless. like VIP. I was like, like, ah, well, it sounds like you have a really good speaker lineup there. I would love to watch it when it's streamed. Unfortunately, I don't mm-hmm. think I'll be able to fly to Lisbon, Portugal to attend your conference. But once again, I appreciate you Yeah, but up.
0: I can... The thing about where I live in Vegas is if it comes to you, I could probably yeah. just drive and yeah, just drive myself in my bubble and then be in my bubble there somehow. But I'm very curious how the tech industry is going to navigate this, how they're going to navigate this, because we're yeah. going into year two of it. And it's clear that virtual conferences aren't, that's not how to do it's not you working to- for the little people who really want to get, like, their stuff out there. Yeah. The big people are fine. Samsung can throw its own event. It has money for all that bandwidth. It has money for all that production and the, all the other big companies. But the small people, like, anyway,
1: yeah, it's I it's carried tough. us
0: through a lot with that
1: story. Yeah. No, no, I, 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 I totally get it. Um this is as I've said a couple times before this this is the year that like all of these big like hardware upgrades that I've been putting off for years and years are like coming coming home to roost. This and, is a
0: good segue to what yeah. you wanted to talk about today. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and uh, and a lot of this is exactly the the factors you're talking about where uh, like 3 or 4 years ago I would have known I would have known that I I need a laptop that I can take on the road for once a year or so there's like that week long or two week long trip where I need to be able to do everything so this I need to have a laptop that can do it all and now it was, it feels like I even I don't even know the next time I will even want to go to San Francisco or the West Coast let alone like we'll have to do so and when I do I kind of would rather I mean Andy like, wants like, to
0: come see me but Andy absolutely. is not feeling uh, comfortable about that cross-country flight six, and everything six involved. Six hours on
1: a... Right. And, and also the, the, yeah. sort of, the sort of people that... Uh, do,
0: There's been you, too can, many memes can, lately can, can you, about can rem- flying. Can you
1: remember a t- there was a time not too long ago where you you would have been... Su- you were not aware that the solution you for restraining the passengers here. on the flight... Exactly. that and I, I, I saw the latest video just this <laughs> weekend and it got me thinking okay, so do they have like... Uh, special extra rolls of duct tape for that purpose. Do they have a special brand that they know is easy to get on and get off? Well, they probably do they, do they have they duct tape on there because
0: it's, it's easy fix. If God forbid something breaks right, in the right, plane. But, right.
1: But like five, five years ago, they would use it because, well, okay, we have this duct tape, it'll work. And at this point, is it like, well, we used to just put five rolls of duct tape on board. Now we got to put in like at least four more to just handle the,
0: a 230 pound uh, entitled man. Yeah, who... yeah,
1: my parents are worth $2 million.
0: Okay, the best video is the one where he's going, help me, help yeah. me. <laughs> Spock, Everyone's just laughing at him.
1: So, so, but yeah, but, I, uh, I, uh, there, but there's a separate issue that, uh, I, when I try to judge whether or not a certain tech item or a certain purchase above a certain amount of money is going to be worthwhile for me. Oftentimes I do conclude that actually, no, I could get a lot of use out of this. This would be really, really good. However, I don't feel as though I can, I should spend more than X dollars for this, like for the camera Uh, That was a big ticket item, but this is a really important thing for like, not only my work, but also like my, my sang Mm Freud, my, my, my my camera's therapy. And so unexpected. I knew that I'd be buying this new camera specifically sometime this year. But then when I found out, Oh, it's list for 1700 and they have like two refurbs from the factory for like 1100, I cannot possibly not buy it at that price. Okay, great. No, So now I have it. Uh, and then, uh, the uh when uh, i did pay full price for the ipad pro so that's not part yes. of this discussion but they everyone
0: uh, always pays full price for apple oh, unless you're a there student
1: you yeah and so they uh, they have an accessory for it that is uh that is a, a illuminated keyboard with a trackpad Beautifully designed. It's also like turns into sort of a laptop configuration. I'm it's, making it
0: an ooh fancy. Exactly. Place, no, no, that, that's
1: absolutely <laughs> appropriate. But but being Apple, it's like and it only costs three hundred and fifty dollars. But of course, who can put a price tag on the perfect mobile keyboard for the iPad Pro? And I'm like, this is a beautiful keyboard. And on my, on my overnight trips to New York, I would love, this would be the perfect thing, but there's no way I'm spending $350 for a keyboard case for the iPad. But I mean, if I could get it for, I don't know, like $200 and then Best Buy, had had last year's keyboard cases on sale for $200 and they worked just fine on the new ones. Okay. And then now uh, a couple of days ago, uh, the, uh, the Sony, uh, Sony is so good at naming things. The mellifluously named like akg fourteen four. <laughs> Noise canceling over the ear headphones. I do have, I do have an, uh, I, the, the, last year for the second time, I lost one of the earbuds out of my, uh, my, uh, truly <laughs> wireless. No, no, again, sorry. Th- th- that's perfectly fine. I, I deserve that. <laughs> my but cousin think-
0: had to come back before she left my house today because she dropped her AirPod on yep. the floor. She was like, exactly. I forgot. <laughs>
1: This one uh, about my first set of air, of AirPods. I still am certain that the two earbuds are somewhere inside this house. But damn, I have the case for them. I don't know where they are. Okay, fine. Okay. Then a, then a year later, I got the the Sony's, which of course work better with with Android. And I know exactly what happened. Like I was fumbling for my keys. I was trying to take off my 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 mask while trying to get into the the house again, and I almost knocked off one of the earbuds. So I took it off, put it in my shirt pocket you know, freed up my hand and then went back in, forgot it was there. And I, I pretty sure I put that shirt uh, through the laundry service and it didn't come back. Fine. At that point I decided that, no, I'm, I'm not, that's it. I, that I'm done with it. If this is. 80% my fault, 20% the fault of these things are just too easy to lose, but I'm definitely the sort of person that was not going to lose going to lose these things, but I I could use good headphones so I am going to finally get those nice Sony's, but the thing is they're 350, dollars Andy, and maybe maybe we'll wait for Black Friday and we can get it for like 250. And I was on <laughs> I was online a couple day couple nights ago and found they have refurbs uh, on eBay for $180 minus another oh, $15. Oh god bless coupon. the refurb on eBay. Yeah, and so what I, but what I'm getting at is that all the stuff that I was planning to get I'm getting at really great discounts but it's all being bought like in one month and if I keep saving You're more broke. money at this rate I'm going to go completely broke exactly. So I'm hoping that the the only the last of the big purchases that are coming up apart from possibly a new like good phone are a desktop Mac and God help me if uh, if like the, the 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 Mac Pros are well because the 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 M1 chip we don't need any of these Intel ones anymore so we have a if you go to the if you email our warehouse we'll sell it to you for eight hundred dollars is thirty thousand dollars God damn it I have eight hundred dollars but I'm not supposed to be spending all this money all at it once It's not on the budget Oh well I run I'm not once. I'm not the, I'm the right the, zodiac to again. talk
0: about this because my my tourist people are known for being very materialistic so. <laughs> I'm n- I'm not good at this cuz I'll tell you just do it
1: just, I'll just no, tell see, you to do it. See, this I'll is, tell you to
0: put on a credit card, which is yeah, not see, a good advice to give, and I shouldn't be even not, saying that out loud because it discredits good. me entirely as a person who helps you make buying decisions. But
1: well, see, you know, normally I'm pretty good at this stuff, and this was the situation where like my normal methodology totally backfired on me because if uh, oftentimes it really is a negotiation. Because guess what? I do have yeah. three hundred fifty dollars. I could Internal have paid full price for those uh, for those Sony headphones, but I'm like, well, you know, I think that I can probably get them for less than this amount or the, that key, that keyboard gosh, this, this, that costs way too much money i mean uh, if it co- if it costs 200 dollars then i would definitely buy it but you know that that's not what it costs and so when i when i see one of these deals pop up like that that, that little kid that wanted me to buy it at full price just ping, 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 ping taps you on the shoulder say I believe you said that if if this were $200, that we would definitely buy one. Well, what do I see? Oh, I see. This is being sold for $200. So I guess that either we're going to be ordering this right here, right now, before they sell out, or we're going to admit here and now to ourselves that everything that we say is just bullcrap. Which one is it going to be? And I would much rather not admit that I'm full of crap and have that keyboard. So... Well,
0: uh, I feel like, that's I, like good, I like.
1: we've been honest here.
0: Yeah, I, f- I feel like we need to we should stop while we're ahead. We should probably do before so, we exactly. get too honest. And this becomes a whole on therapy session. But we are going <laughs> to talk about so we're going to take a little break. And when we get back, um, we're going to talk about the Pixel 6. Ooh. We're going to talk about Alphabet's quarterly financial report. <clears throat> uh, we're going to talk about some new Nest things. Uh, and also, we're going to talk about how Google is uh, trying to entice the iPhone users away with, I guess, a simple way to move your stuff over. <laughs> Make it easy. um anyway, let's take a quick break.
1: BRB This episode is brought to you by Pingdom from Solar Winds. When you've been listening to this podcast, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if customers couldn't click on that buy button or fill out a trial form? You might stumble across the problem by luck, but that means you've already lost out on new customers. You need something to tell you everything is running smoothly on your site, and more importantly, when it isn't. So you need Pingdom. Pingdom detects around 13 million outages every month. That's more than 400,000 outages every day. And for as low as $10 a month, Pingdom helps keep your sites online. It doesn't matter if you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company, you need real-time alerts about critical website issues and customization of how you're alerted, whether it's via SMS, email, or your team's collaboration apps. Pingdom even tracks and analyzes your website's load time so you can see what's affecting the user experience. If you have a website, you need Pingdom. Take charge of monitoring your site in minutes and go to pingdom.com slash right now for a 30 day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you sign up, use the code material at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to pingdom from solar winds for their support of this show and all of relay FM.
0: The pixel six. More
1: hot buttered rumors and leaks and oh, wait, no, this is. Actually... No, this
0: is just a full on Google media blitz. <laughs> um, so on Monday, there was a blog post that went out as well as a bunch of demos, but not exactly demos because nobody was really allowed to touch or take pictures yeah. of the device. So it was really just spoken about in a theoretical um <laughs>
1: All these, all these videos with like, uh, Marcus and with, uh, the verge and the rest, they were like, they, 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 each of them got like about an hour with, uh, Rick Osterloh to like talk, we would talk them about the new pixel six and they had a working pixel six and a working pixel six pro. And but we weren't allowed to take pictures of it. We weren't allowed to take video of it. We were allowed to hold it. Uh, They they gave us a demo that was very much like on rails, so we couldn't just like take our own pictures with it and see what happened. And a lot of and there was there wasn't a whole lot of actual information being conveyed. Uh And so I spent most of I spent a lot of Monday thinking, is that did they did Google just like try to co opt all of these like. Uh, all of these commentators and journalists, and to just like reissuing a press release about <laughs> about the Pixel yes. Six. Yeah, and
0: I, I'm not trying to say that. I mean, look, uh, we covered it, and I think it is important to kind of get an idea of how Google's trying to position this. I mean, we can tell that they're really, they're really betting on this being big because they're talking so much about, oh, we're going to increase the marketing budget. And now they're doing this whole thing about the chip that's inside and trying to bring buzz to it. And so-
1: To to say nothing of the fact that, there by taking the wraps off of it uh, in early august they are absolutely torpedoing any chance they would have had of selling more pixel fives in august and september but they can't sell them because they've already decided to just simply let those two phones go out of stock so that's how much that's how much faith they had and said yeah this was just this was just the broken down rental car the pixel five i hope i oh, hope you didn't geez. I, if you if you bought a pixel five What you unfortunately, what they didn't tell you was that this was like the broken down rental car that they were gonna use just to just to take you to the car dealership where you're gonna pick up the beautiful new car that was gonna take you for the next 10 years.
0: It's not a bad phone. Um, it It isn't
1: at all, but they wasn't, but it kind of answers questions as to why was it such a dull? It was nice, it was just but such a limited little up like side upgrade, 5G, and pretty much that was about it.
0: I mean, we can blame it on the pandemic, can't we?
1: We can blame it on the bossa nova. Mm. Yeah.
0: You know, I got to be honest with you, Andy. I didn't really brush up on this until today as I was preparing for a recording because I've just been feeling somewhat unenthused (laughs) about (laughs) the pixel. I think the thing, by the way, that I'm really kicking myself for is apparently I didn't believe the image renders that were coming out. And so it is going to look in a way that I was not expecting it to look.
1: (laughs) The renders were exactly correct.
0: It's going to be weird for me. I think when it comes to me live, like in in person, I think it's going to take me a second to get used to it. But I see what's happening here and it looks like, Google's just trying to move every like nothing to see here. All right, everybody, move along. Let's go into this room. And then, <laughs> you know, the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 4A, 5G, which are both fine phones. So if you end up like buying it because you're trying to save money, it's fine. If, if you're gonna um, fi- save money,
1: the 4A for 350 bucks is still available in the store. So that's yeah. so maybe well, maybe they're gonna be preparing for like a 5A. That's like a 5G version of the 4A.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Not uh a- it is <sighs> boy okay so we did get a couple of takeaways though from these interviews with rick there's going to be a pixel six and six pro so two options to choose there's going to be a new design as i just talked about um and as i just said i kicked myself in the butt because it looks <laughs> exactly like those renders that have been going around the camera sensors are in a new camera bar they do not serve minors and it's featuring whiting wide- i'm I really tried to make a joke there and it's featuring wide angle and we wide appreciate lenses. The effort.
1: the effort was absolutely there. And I didn't it was put, sincere.
0: I didn't put a lot of effort into it. I think that's why it didn't come off, but wide angle and wide lenses plus a super telephoto lens in the pro, which is good. Cause I, I actually use the telephoto and I think the biggest thing and something that Google's really trying to come out of the gate with, I would say is a response, although you can call anything a response to what Apple's doing, <laughs> um, because Google kind of does it after them, but they're switching from Qualcomm SoCs to their own design, which they're calling Tensor. So that that was the big kicker there. That is kind of the newsworthy part of all this, and I think this is why Google was like, "Well, let's get some of the the more prominent tech press to talk about this and analyze it for us." <laughs>
1: <laughs> more, more, more. Like, I, I think it was more like they. Um, Google has – ever since the Nexus days, when they make their own phones, they have not been very, very good at communicating what they're trying to achieve with these phones. Like in the very, very early days with Nexus, they are trying to say – no one at, at the time, like 10 years ago, no one is making an Android phone that keeps Android as pure and perfect as when we ship the, the code. So here is like the pure Android experience. Here is our idea of what an Android phone should look like and behave like. And it was mostly sold to developers and like really interested geeks. And then when they got into the later Nexi, Nexi and then when they got into the Pixel phones, it's like, are you trying to compete with the low-end market? Are you trying to compete with Samsung? Are you trying to do something? Pixel 4 was like, okay, now it looks like you're doing something high-end, but you have these new sensors that you're kind of supporting but not. And this did seem like a big inflection point where they're trying to say uh, – the, the subtext being that, yeah, we did buy HTC's like, mobile hardware division – like four or five years ago, uh, yes, we did. Fa- I did. Rick Osterlo famously chew out the entire Pixel team right before the launch of the Pixel Four, saying that there is really no point to this device. So this is the first phone in which we really did design everything from the ground up with all these new acquisitions, with all these new plans. So basically, our future is we are going to be making flagship phones to compete with the thousand dollar phones that Apple makes and the eight hundred dollar phones that that uh, that Samsung makes. And part of what we're going to do about it is to have all of this great artificial artificial intelligence and machine learning hoop uh, they hoopde do uh, baked into our own system on a chip. The a lot of the speculation this is this this was there was the iron curtain of questions that Osterlo was absolutely not interested in in answering. Among them being like when you, when we talk about Apple Silicon inside the iPhone, we are talking about they designed the entire damn thing. They do everything except for manufacture it. Uh, whereas we, there's speculation as to, okay, so obviously the artificial intelligence and machine learning, uh, Tensor stuff is designed in, is designed by Google. Like in this pack, the system on a chip is a package of little sub chips, whatever. But who's making the CPU? Who's making the graphics accelerator? Is it like Sam? Are they getting like a Samsung Exynos uh, sort of uh, uh, sort of CPU? Are they getting their the GPU from someplace else? And hopefully, over the ne- next few years, they'll be able to actually turn the play the way that Apple does it by actually developing everything start to finish. Um, The demos and again, can demos, but if they're trying to make the point that our the secret sauce of the pixel line, what's going to make us competitive with everybody else is going to be that we are going to leverage our artificial intelligence and machine learning technology like no other company can do so. Um, There was a line that. Uh, mentally i (laughs) highlighted under underscored like four or five times put stars circles and arrows around because it was like the the beautiful sort of like executive double speak um rick Mm. ostolo was describing like what what the power of the tensor chip uh in this multiple interviews he's using the exact same phrase we're now able to run data center quality machine learning models on our device and I think that okay I could I can see that you're trying to you're trying to finesse me into saying that this is so powerful it could run the same all the machine learning models that normally a phone would have to connect to a data center to do but that's not really what you said all you said was that if there is a if there is a level of performance that we call data center powerful somewhere within that gray fuzzy border I'm sure that our tensor chip inside this pixel phone can handle it. So, okay. The the the, the question's going to be um even uh, they he offered some demos to again the same can demos where, hey, look, we're trans- I'm, running, I'm playing a video in French. And not only is it uh translating French to English, but it's also trans- translating the English to captions live. Hey, look, you know how it does that? Re- we do that really cool computational ph- photography when people are taking pictures. Now we can do that 30 frames per second on 4K video as it's being shot live. Again, that's nice, but what's going to happen is that is uh, what is this going to, what is this tensor module going to be able to do that, uh, that sweeps in all kinds of new features that are actually relevant to people outside of, I mean, I, I rarely watch French language videos (laughs) and that that's, so it's a good demo, but it doesn't really work. Uh, it's not
0: a real-world gauge of what we'd be using this for. I mean, they didn't talk about battery life. Right. They didn't talk about memory and storage. Uh, we don't even know how much this is going to cost. So it's like, what am yeah. I paying for here? You're you're selling me on all this TensorFlow ability on everything that the device is going to be able to do on device. And for the most part, I don't know that a lot of that stuff is really, like, it's cool. But right. it doesn't push phones. It's, it, it doesn't does. push phone sales. Yeah
1: um they, they did, uh, it, it, there was a big there was a big payoff if you read as many of these separate interviews these separate like briefings as possible cuz some of them managed to tease out a little like <coughs> right Uh, Right. So the Pro
0: is going to be relatively expensive and premium. So we're thinking somewhere along the lines of what Samsung is selling their models for. The iPhone 12 Um, Pro, right? Yeah, we're thinking iPhone Pro as well. And then the folks who did manage to go hands-on with the device all concurred that it's the first Pixel with a true premium fit and finish. So I'm guessing something a little more OnePlus-y or a little more Samsung-y, which to me just screams... This, a glass back. At the end of the day I feel like that's what they're saying
1: yeah uh, aluminum and glass as far as battery life uh, I think to some uh, in one of the interviews he mentioned that they were going for the same all-day battery life okay that they, they were say that about every else. single yeah, exactly. pixel
0: like device I'm but it's just, a, but it was but it
1: no. wasn't like when Apple introduced the M1 and said oh and by the way with under the this this Intel MacBook could get like 10 hours and now if it's running this M1 now you can get 14 15 16 hours so it's I mean, but that's
0: what I want to hear. I yeah, want to know. Right,
1: that they didn't. They didn't have hours. Right. So, but so they were saying, uh, I would not be expecting more than regular the battery performance I'd be getting off of my 4A or anything else. I mean, it looks, it sounds really, really nice, but the. Challenge has always been not me and not you and not listeners to this podcast, but the person who it's they they they've dropped their they dropped their phone and cracked the glass one too many times. Now they're in now they're at the AT and T store to get a new phone. Uh, and what's going to make them want to pick up a pixel instead of something else there was a i mean i i did uh, my uh my uh, high tech hoop de do uh on uh on G- wgbh this afternoon and of course I'm, i wanted to talk about the pixel 6 <laughs> and the two the two of hosts of the show that i appear on uh one of them said i i didn't even know that, that google made phones <laughs> and again they've been making phones for like 11 years this is the they problem that they're the dealing same,
0: with they have the same like there's the that cachet just that like i don't even know if that's what it is it's just the the oomph right there's an oomph about the. i think the thing about the iphone is that people just see it as a very easy like i go to the store i buy it and i can just use it versus samsung's phones tend to have a little bit more oomph to them i mean their commercials too are very much in that manner but the pixel is like it's got google on it
1: (laughs) yep and and, well and also (laughs) apple and samsung they put ungodly amounts of money into advertising these things i mean it's i'm used to this didn't happen last year or probably not this year because of the pandemic either but for the entire month of uh, the release of of the new samsung uh, galaxy phone i take the commuter rail train walk through south station and every single advertising space inside south station is a samsung ad yeah
0: yeah Oh god, it's like those iPod ads, those iconic <laughs> iPod ads back in the day, the ones with the silhouettes and yep. the little devices. I mean, those things would be littered all over the BART stations in uh the Bay Area and yeah, you're right. I, I don't I do see a lot for like Chromebooks and stuff though. I feel okay. like those have a little have had a little more marketing prowess over the years because they also have the help from their manufacturers. But Exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're gonna have to wait anyway because yeah. we're not well, getting well, this anytime soon. Well, so. well, hopefully,
1: yeah. Exactly. It's probably not until October uh, when mm-hmm. we'll finally like tick off the rest of the boxes and we can have an actual proper look at these things. The um, one thing that is kind of good news, maybe on the marketing front, is that uh, after the break, we're gonna be talking about uh, Google's quarterly earnings call. And interestingly, and good news for probably the, the Pixel Six. Um, When uh, Ruth Pratt, the chief financial officer, was telling investors, well, here's expenses, here's what we're doing. They were saying, oh, she was saying, oh, and we're going to be having a a future outlook that uh, there's going to be uh, a lot more more expenses uh, in marketing for the last half of of 2021 because of promotion of holiday hardware. And I think that we all know that that meant Pixel 6. So maybe we'll see (laughs) – maybe we'll see like – one, maybe they'll hire like one dude to be spinning one of those giant foam arrows with the Google logo on it at maybe one intersection a day.
0: Or maybe their budget got spent on some like big time celebrity. (laughs) Like it's Idris Elba who's going to sell us the pixel, which I would be perfectly fine with. He's in both DC and Marvel franchises, though he started (laughs) on the HBO award winning show, The Wire. Um anyway, let's take a quick break and when we get back, we'll we'll make numbers not boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, don't 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 overpromise. <laughs> we will we will speak of numbers. We and it will end before you feel as though we've spent too much time on it. Let me tell you about another show on Relay FM. Clockwise hosts Dan Morin and Micah Sargent invite two guests every week from a diverse pool of tech professionals and cover four tech topics in 30 minutes. Go to relay.fm slash clockwise or search for clockwise wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Okay, we're gonna try really hard not to make this boring. Uh, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Instead, we could just marvel at how much money gets spent by Big corporations. So, Alphabet had uh, financial results for the second quarter. And uh, guess what, everybody? They beat the analyst estimates, which (laughs) makes them very happy, which makes the investors very happy. The company actually seemed to recover well from the 2020 pandemic fall. And uh, it looks like advertising is still up. Despite all that, Google Cloud is alive and well. It only lost half of what it lost the year prior. <laughs> so 591 million this past quarter compared to 1.4 billion the same time last quarter. Uh, other bets continues to be a category however, where a lot of money just kind of goes and disappears. <laughs> Some would say they go to die at the Google graveyard along with those other bets that never made it. But they're losing 1.4 billion compared to the 1.1 billion in the second quarter of 2020, which to us plebeians is a lot of money.
1: It is, but when you think about how many balloons that that money bought, now who cares if uh, if Project Loon didn't actually turn into a real product? I'm sure that it's some sort of like salvage and discount store in the Bay Area. You can buy these beautiful like helium balloons and tanks for
0: p- pittance. Unless mere Starlink took them. I had to write about Starlink this week. I learned a lot about satellite competition. Anyway, (laughs) YouTube income is super up, which I got to be honest with you, worries me. (laughs) Just from like a societal perspective. Retail is also the largest contributor to the year-to-year growth in the ads business, which makes sense because... I guess those of us who have been lucky enough to still have jobs, like I guess we're still spending enough money for retailers to find it worth investing in all that advertising. I mean, (laughs) or I guess it's because retailers have to advertise that you can safely do curbside pickup. (laughs) Now there's one other little thing that's notable. So there was actually no mention of the $592 million fine that Google owes French antitrust regulators, but Andy, you have an idea that it might actually be part of the $993 million they have listed as unallocated corporate costs.
1: Yeah, I, this was something that I was really taking a, a close look for every time that uh, there was a quarterly statement this year because uh, Amazon mm-hmm. got hit with a close to a billion dollar fine. There are also other companies that are being hit with large fines and are under really large antitrust uh, scrutiny and the hammer is about to come down. And the whole purpose of these uh, reports is disclosure to uh, to shareholders about things that could affect their business positively or negatively. And I was kind of looking to see what companies are going to say. Yeah, we're going to be we're 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 standing right underneath that big, big vat of of, uh, of Nickelodeon slime and we're about to say the word that gets it dumped all over us. So if you're so if you're if you're investing in us thinking that we will never have to clean up a big big pile of slime that's going to cover us from head to toe, we are legally required to say that perhaps you want to rethink that strategy. So no, there was no mention. Uh, I was I was at least ex- anticipating, not necessarily expecting, a line somewhere to say that. And uh, in, in terms of uh, things that that uh, that might affect our bottom line of, of the rest of twenty twenty, uh, we are twenty twenty one. We're uh, under scrutiny from antitrust, and so we're still negotiating that. That could may have, have changed, have effects on our business that we can't really anticipate right now. But nope, not a peep. Uh, so looking for that's so why I went through like the numbers looking for is there any item like oh and also uh, we bought a whole bunch of uh, we, we the, the the swing set that we had uh, in the in the playground behind the campus uh, got damaged we left it out and didn't forgot to take it in and so it got all rusty uh, so um, we spent five hundred ninety two million dollars on a new uh, swing set <laughs> but it's a good swing set but I, 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 I did find America. that yeah. I didn't find that number anywhere, but um, they did list $993 million listed as, again, quote, unallocated corporate costs, unquote, which later on in the fine print is sort of like a catch-all for a lot of, like, fees and fines and other, like, associated. Fees and fines. Yeah, fees, fines, and those.
0: Fees, fines, phones, yeah. um,
1: but on the on the other hand I, i'm not i mean i'm not a business analyst it's possible that the reason why they didn't mention or list it was because they are gonna, they are they are going to appeal it they haven't paid it yet and they're not anticipating paying it in the near future so maybe that's it but that's that's it
0: that's it uh, Sundar Pichai was, of course, on the call. He made sure to mention how much more money Alphabet made for creators, the creators on the YouTubes, <laughs> of course, and small businesses this quarter, saying that it's the most than ever before. And, of course, that does benefit you know, looks good to the government and other people who are currently watching. He also highlighted the company's long range investments in AI and how that was paying off. Of course, that's Google's thing.
1: Yeah. He Remember, also G- mentioned G- Google Cloud is losing lots of money, but it's losing less money than before. But right. a lot of that is because that is a long range strategy and they, there was a lot of upfront costs in getting that started.
0: Exactly. Um, he also said that YouTube Shorts had surpassed 15 billion daily views. Um, look, I know that everybody's trying to compete with TikTok right now <laughs> and definitely YouTube Shorts feels because I think they're going to like a one or two minute model as well. And that definitely feels like a play for TikTok. So that's that's kind of where the competition is at. One of the other sort of uh, big things to note is from Ruth Porat, who's the chief financial officer, lots of fine detail numbers announced there again for the investors to know where their money is going. But overall, Alphabet's companies have all bounced back well from the 2020 pandemic hits. Uh, the Fitbit acquisition seems to be helping move the needle. Google workplace increased its number of seats and the amount of revenue generated. And I'm wondering if that just has to do with all the consolidation they've been doing of the work suite Mm. and the fact that they're now offering it to like individual folks. So if you do have a small business, you could pay like $15 a month to enable it. Good point. And then they're also talking – they also spoke about the future outlook, that the increase in COVID cases is going to make it hard to make a clear call about what's next. <laughs> Welcome to everyone else's life.
1: Yep.
0: What I also thought was interesting is that they asked about Waymo because yeah, self-driving Q- cars have not – yeah. Yeah. so Sorry. I forgot to mention Q&A portion, which is when the investors get to ask questions and asking about Waymo and what they're doing with that. I'm sure to figure out if the money is going to that. I imagine if you have money that you want to invest in a company, you want to know if uh, self-driving cars in your portfolio, so to speak, right? (laughs) But I haven't thought about any of those. I've been locked down. (laughs) Anyway, Puchai gave a conservative response, and I imagine it's because you know, they're not, I, I feel like it's not really a priority at yeah. the moment, considering pandemic.
1: Yeah. And, and he's, and he's not, you know, he's, he, he's not Jimmy Tesla out there. He's, he, he actually speaks common sense and he doesn't speak irresponsibly in ways that he, he he's, uh, unlike Elon Musk, he's very, very aware that when he speaks during a, uh, during a results call, he has a legal obligation to speak the actual truth or else there are bad, bad, bad repercussions. So yeah. the, the the question that member actually it was uh, one of the business reporters asked was asking, hey, uh, it was mo- mostly about, hey, you got 10,000 test test vehicles uh, on the road. Like, how close are you to scaling up to millions and what kind of obstacles are you? Dealing with, are you still getting over technical hurdles or regulatory hurdles or whatever? And so, yeah, uh, Sundar Pichai was uh, didn't want to give a really direct answer, but he said enough, which is that there's. He said it was this was an iterative process, which is how you say we are still trying to get the stamp stuff to work. Uh, so we're just building upon what we did last year and hopefully build next year upon what we did this year and that their current focus, their current labor is based on uh, safety and introducing new feet, giving, giving the self-driving software new capabilities rather than specifically scaling up to more cars on the road, more cities. But he does say, he's to say that he expects to be scaling Waymo up uh, in 2022.
0: Woof, lot, of numbers. A lot um, of numbers. All right, let's I, take a if, quick if break. I, if yes. I'd done that
1: in like a really, really like uh, like cartoonish French accent, maybe that would have made it more interesting and fun. Because it's, it's almost impossible to make these things interesting. And
0: Listen, fun. we're here to deliver the news, and sometimes you have to go through the boring stuff to get the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that <laughs> Google's changing where it's making money. And follow, you got to follow the money, guys. <laughs> <You gotta>
1: follow <laughs> the money.
0: <laughs> all right, when we get back, let's quickly talk. We'll go over some new releases from Lagoogs. Finally, Google updated the Nest cameras. It's been a while since the Nest cameras have seen this kind of uh, Well, anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, the security cameras all got uh, an update. Um, we'll probably get a chance to talk about these the stuff in more detail. The main takeaway is that. Um, they took all the old stuff off the store, now the Solic, all updated stuff that has more tensor, <laughs> magical tensor pixie dust mixed into it, so it does more stuff without having to uh, charge right. you a, a monthly subscription. But right. The one the one thing that really got my attention is that they're finally making a version of the Nest doorbell that will run on battery. Yes, because... So
0: quickly, let's go through the actual so people know what to expect. Uh, so we've got four updated devices coming through. We've got a Nest Cam that's battery powered (laughs) a nest cam that's wired that's the second one uh third one is a nest cam with a floodlight and i gotta say this floodlight section is really picking up in so i've been covering security systems for a couple of years now still covering them at gizmodo and floodlights are like becoming a new thing people want the two-in-one and i also think it's because the ring floodlight is like a really (laughs) popular item for them yeah. And so I think some of these companies are thinking gotta compete with that. There's also, as Andy mentioned, a nest doorbell, but this one is battery powered, so you don't have to actually hardwire it through your doorbell chime, which I am so happy for because we actually broke the doorbell <laughs> on our when we moved into this house, trying to get the nest doorbell we currently have installed. And I'm fine with it. But I think this is going to be a great option to compete with the August door lock that is very popular. Excuse me, the August camera. It's very popular with renters because it just sticks to the outside. It doesn't require any real hardware configuration. Um, Both, excuse me, all the devices are actually less expensive than the devices that currently exist on the market. And as Andy mentioned, they do have all those new tensor processing features in them. This is kind of the way that a lot of these security companies and camera makers differentiate from one another is they say, we have the best facial recognition tech. (laughs) We let you do this. I will say you usually have to pay extra for those kind of features. Um, I'm not... It looks like familiar faces detection is still part of the Nest uh, subscription. I think Google's going to still charge for that because it is what it is. But they can detect... The cameras can detect people, animals, packages. By the way, all the cameras, all oh, the doorbell camera does this now, as well as vehicles and specific alerts without the need for cloud processing. Now, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Th- that's the, cool. The thing that always kind of stank to me was that. Oh, but the, all I really want is like an alert that says that. Oh, by the way, there's somebody who's like messing around like at your front door, and I have to I have to give you eighty dollars a month just to be notified that there's someone messing around my. What? Why, why? Why? Why am I paying you for this camera if the camera doesn't do anything? And so that's it's good why a have, lot of people. Mm-hmm, yeah. Sorry, so so, I, so I, I was just gonna say. So if if you want like super wonderful features, like oh, it's gonna it'll record like all month long, it'll retain this stuff forever. Then that costs money, but simple things like it can record. I mean, these devices can record three hours of video locally. So just for recording video, like a day's worth, weeks worth, right? Uh, uh, you can just pull it out off the, off the camera yourself, and that doesn't cost you anything. You buy, you, you spend one hundred and what seventy, eighty dollars for this uh, ring doorbell, Nest doorbell, and you don't have to be. You you at least get the basic features without having to be on the hook for thousands of dollars of the course of your lifetime.
0: I know. And I know it sounds like, well, it's still like surveillance. I mean, they're still surveilling Damn looking right, for it is. people, animals, and packages. <laughs> but again, only the familiar faces is the thing that you're paying for. Yeah. Uh and I think Andy's you had a really good use case. Like I just want to know if somebody's fiddling around outside my door because I want to know what's going on without peeking.
1: Yeah. And also, also and also for me. It's like, I want, the, I want the camera, not because I suspect of people trying to break in, but when I hear the right. doorbell, I need you to, just know, want to know, what's going is, on. This, is this someone that I need to get up out of my desk for and walk all the way out there? Or can I come back to door. it later? Or can I just say, I don't know who that is. He seems to be holding like a whole bunch of like takeout menus. I'll just let him like hang the takeout menu on the doorknob and walk exactly. away and not have to get up to get that whole sales pitch.
0: And no, I don't want to talk about Jesus. <laughs> Uh, the battery powered doorbell is uh, suspected to run. Suspected. I don't, I don't allegedly. know don't use that word. It, it ha- has not been convicted.
1: As journalists, we have to say they are allegedly.
0: Guys, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. It's, yeah. Doorbell will run for one to six months on one charge, depending on the amount of activity. I imagine.
1: Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
0: It'll be interesting testing this thing. Uh, battery powered Nest Cam will run between 1.5 and seven months. So there was some uh complaints on Twitter today about the fact that it like it needs to be magnetically uh connected to the base and all this stuff. A lot of this stuff we can't really argue about until we get our hands on these things and we're able to truly like understand how annoying or how user-friendly they will be. I am just glad that Google's finally on board with what's going on with the security industry, which is that there are so many brands competing in the space right now and truly the thing that Google has against them is the facial recognition that is that in like all the cloud storage yeah. that is the big that is the big thing they're still one of the most expensive brands though on the market
1: yeah but it's I I just can't trust the inexp the, the brands that I don't recognize. Because I don't, I don't know if their security is any good. I don't know if there's like a a a, like a anyone can hack into my camera by using admin passwords, password asmin, admin. Uh, I mean, my Nest for-
0: camera was hacked because yeah. we didn't have Tufa turned on, but, right. um, but, you know, at least.
1: But that's, but actually that's, that's the other thing where I really don't like how Amazon is running, uh, running their, uh, running their, uh, their, their ring business. I don't I like that. I think they're, also they're, the they're, neighborhood yeah. uh,
0: feature on that is incredibly right. problematic and I getting Listen, getting, getting partnerships with local bliss.
1: police to get the police to like sell you sell help sell nest door cams and get the get people to just simply say oh yes of course i will give you johnny law all the video from from my from my door gotta get
0: the bad guys yes gotta get the bad guys look guys i anyway. don't that's
1: that's creepy as hell i don't like how <sighs> it's business.
0: a really big conversation by the way that we can have at a later time because there is a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that goes into covering security I gotta tell you Bad it's, hoodoo. yep I don't cover platform security. I cover security cameras right. and systems <laughs> and there's a lot that actually comes there's a lot of emotional labor that you have to navigate through with those things but anyway also just as we teased at the very at the very beginning, Google is apparently working on a switch to Android app for iPhone users. Mm. Now, this was this comes by way of XDA, and of course we'll link it in the show notes. Uh, this also comes courtesy of an APK teardown. So they spotted some strings in Android's data restore tool, which is used to set up a new Android phone. And the strings seem to provide instructions to the user, which include downloading an app called Switch to Android from the iPhone App Store, and then adjusting your iPhone settings so that the two phones can communicate via Wi-Fi. The Switch to Android app transfers data and. Probably, it appears, will locate Android versions of third-party apps installed on the iPhone, which will help you make the transition instead of you having to go in and literally Google <laughs> the name of the app. Uh, WhatsApp has also more or less confirmed all of this. They responded to the article, on the XDA article on Twitter, by posting screenshots of what its Move Chats to Android feature will look like. Mm. So that's going to ha- help the iPhone-using folks move all their convos over, which, as we know backing up uh whatsapp and all that is still can be kind of finicky yeah listen it's about time google had something like this yeah doesn't it doesn't apple have one
1: apple has a has a one has an app in the android store uh, the google play store for the exact mm-hmm. uh, opposite thing so yeah it's it's natural it's it's no it's no small amount of people who switch from iphone to android you may as well make the process easier for them and it also it's a it must be a nice like morale booster like in the android like development office at google saying we we at corporate feel as though these products we're making are so good there is actually a likely event That someone would switch from the iPhone to the Android. And so that is why we're going to invest the time in making an app that makes it uh, app feature that makes it easy.
0: Now, I pose one question to this. Because OnePlus and Samsung have their own move over apps that work perfectly fine. Samsung has Samsung smart switch, I think it's called. I've used it plenty of times. It backs backs up, back up backs up. Guys, it's the end of the day. I'm starting to lose my words. Backs up everything. Same with OnePlus, and I really liked it. I'm just wondering what the alternative kicker would be for this one compared to, like, would you use this if you were on a third-party Android device, or is this something that they're trying to put out in tune with the Pixel 6 Hmm. and that big marketing effort? that's a,
1: that's a good question the 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 piece in XDA and xd developers suggest that these it's not a separate app it's it's a feature that's built into the standard uh, android data store wow. tool wow um, wow so that uh, maybe the idea is that instead of, of uh, like the, the phone store having to support like three or four or five different apps to get a customer switched over mm-hmm. there's just one set of instructions for everyone who's got an android phone uh, that and it'll work with every single iphone but you're right. That'd be it's if, if they really are trying to make the case that, hey, now we're, we're in the flagship phone business. We're not in the we're, we're not the best little phone that nobody's ever heard of anymore. Yeah, that's that's something that's something that the big companies do with their flagship. So, like I said, point of pride, point of pride, make an mm-hmm. assumption that people are actually going to be switching from a different phone to yours. And because that's how good your new phone is.
0: Andy, I'm tired. Let's let's I'm wrap
1: tired up to could. <laughs> I could, I could, I could use a. I've got. I'm, I'm only a third of the way through my uh, bottle of uh, Diet Dr Pepper, and I'm going to. Well, I, know, I know it's. I know it's. I got. I got to record the ads after this, and so I, this will help me stay up for the next 20 minutes to record the ads. But listen, I had a that- little
0: bit of coffee before we started. I'm really jittery because I didn't eat. <laughs> haven't eaten since lunch, but we want to thank everybody for listening today. I know we're a little late this week. We appreciate it when y'all still listen in and we post late. I know that the Twitter feed has been a little dead and that's just because it's a lot to (laughs) handle a Twitter feed without a full-time social media person. Uh, But we thank you for listening every week. As always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, even if you don't want us to read it on the air, you can send it materialpodcast at gmail.com. We're available also on Twitter at materialpodcast. Um, Andy, you did radio this week. Is there anything that you'd like to point folks to?
1: Uh, as always, you can get my weekly high-tech Heidi Ho <laughs> at uh, wgbHnews.org. I'm usually Thursdays at 1 p.m, sometimes Fridays at 1 pm. Uh, but if you go to wgbHnews.org, you can either stream it live as it's happening or stream it later when they f- when they save the file to cassette tape and then send the cassette tape out to, I believe Battle Creek, Michigan to have a suite uh, convert it to an mp3 file. Uh, And then they put that MP3 file on a floppy, mail it back to WGBH, and then they put that floppy onto Mm. the server. I don't Mm. know it. It seems to work. the 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 episodes seem to be available uh, to be streamed uh, Mm -hmm. afterward. I don't. I don't. Yes. Maybe. Maybe their process could be streamlined a little bit. Maybe I could help them with that, but it would be obnoxious of me to offer help that is not needed nor requested. So here, here we are.
0: Did you? And that's where you did you have the live uh, conversation with your. With the co-host or with the host about the Pixel 6 and them not knowing. Yep,
1: that was was this week. So that was earlier today. So by the time you get this podcast, you'll be able to listen to that in all of its glory.
0: See? If anybody's interested. Um, As for me, if you need a handy link to my Gizmodo author page, it's (laughs) flowrights.tech. Isn't that easy to remember? <laughs> or you can go to florenceion.com. I want to encourage anybody listening out there who is looking for a community of like-minded tech folks to come join my Discord. I have my own Discord called Flow Feed, and it's called that because you can join us and you, there's a feed devoted. There's a channel devoted to the feeds of all my work that publishes. So it's an easy way to keep up with my work and also make some friends along the way. <laughs> so... It's uh, something to consider if you're like me, realizing that we're about to head into a second major lockdown uh, <laughs> because of a gross mismanagement of uh. All
1: I'm going pandemic. to say to, to, to all of our <laughs> listeners living in states that are uh, governed by Republican governors who want to be president in a few years, you have my sympathies, my deep, sincere sympathies. We know it's rough out there. And we hope that you manage to get through this okay.
0: <sighs> We're gonna make it after all. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Okay. Be safe. Be healthy. Have a we happy. love you. <laughs>